0: What's up, y'all? I just realized that um, Avril Lavigne and Tyga is in a relationship. Have you seen that recently? Wait, who? Tyga? Yeah. You know Tyga and Avril Lavigne?
1: They're in a relationship? Yo,
0: that is the... (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I'm not joking with you. That is probably... The craziest thing that's probably happened to us—that's
1: crazy. I would have never thought of that. <laughs> I oh can't even God. imagine it.
0: I—I I literally, I don't even, I can't. I don't. I have no words. I mean, what do they have in common? Do they look good together on in a picture? It looks like they do. Black skater boy, and how did they meet? Because, and 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 Avril Lavigne was kissing Tyga, which is crazy. But, anyways, welcome to the Wee podcast. My name is MJ, and my name is PK. And I am just surprised that Tyga is dating Avril Lavigne, and Avril Lavigne is dating Tyga. I guess they're breaking stereotypical, you know, norms and archetypes and relationships about you know the different type of people who would date each other, but. I definitely want to see how long this one lasts. I think everybody's minds are everybody's scratching their head.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they really look good together. I'm trying to like find a picture of them together and I'm like, uh, I don't know. Have you have you have you googled them yet? Evelyn and Tyga? I have, but I don't see a picture of them like together in the same setting. They literally it's it's breaking news within the last hour they're kissing. Where's that picture kissing where
0: Avril Lavigne and Tyga
1: oh but it's just the back of her head kissing Tyga yeah yeah I see it I see it oh my god is she in a hoodie (laughs) oh
0: she's always in a hoodie she's always wearing black liner she's always wearing army boots and she's looking like she came out of 2005 Honestly, I love her. <ilantro> She's <servicios respondents> just. Yeah, those songs. Can you hear me properly? What? It, can you hear me properly? I feel like in the last episode, my voice was kind of going in and out and it wasn't as strong. Is no, it strong? It's good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Wow. Yeah, definitely let me know if it's like really, really loud or strong or whatever the microphone is really really close to my mouth uh but anyways PK, how's it going
1: good um uh, not too bad i'm having this uh cookies and cream milkshake from chick-fil-a it's actually really good have you had it
0: no is that a new thing
1: no it's a part of their menu but um i just haven't tried it because i thought it was like almost going to be like an oreo mcflurry but i like the consistency and it's really sweet and it's really good is that your pa 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 pa?
0: We a good today item?
1: Yeah, that would be one of it. <laughs> Just one. What, what What's the other item? The other item would be the um, firehouse um, sandwich or mm-hmm. sub. Mm-hmm. It's the meatball sub, and it was actually mm-hmm. really good. Um, I haven't had fa- firehouse in a while. I think last time I got, it, I got the chicken cajun sandwich which was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but this um, meatball sub is was really good. I felt like it was kind of nostalgic in a way because I haven't had like a meatball sub in a long time. Mm-hmm. And like before, I would always get it from Subway. Mm-hmm. But I felt like this one was a little bit more, it had more flavor to it. Whereas the Subway one is a little bit bland. But this one, I, I think I prefer this one better.
0: I don't care what anybody says. Subway sandwiches are supreme. Like I tried firehouse sandwiches. They're smaller. They're saltier. They're not meeting up to the hype, in my opinion. Subway sandwiches are a uh, yes. You know what? 70% of the food may not be actual food, but it doesn't matter. Their sandwiches are massive. They, they're good. You can add as much lettuce and tomato into it. And the bread is big. Like I don't.
1: Specific. Yeah, the, the portion size wasn't that. Yeah, it was small for sure. It's, it's Whereas, definitely. like subway, they have uh, larger portions.
0: Okay. No, I've tried Firehouse Subs. It's okay. Out of ten, I'll probably give it like a six out of ten versus, um, or five out of ten versus subway, which is more of an eight out of ten. Um, is that you? Is, is that the only food item?
1: Yeah, that's it for me. How about you?
0: I tried Burger King's dill pickle nuggets. And I, okay, first of all, Burger King's d- nuggets, chicken nuggets, first of all, are disgusting. I, I'm sorry, Burger King. I love you. I, I literally grew up on your Whopper, but your chicken nuggets, I don't know what to say. I don't understand. But yesterday, I tried Burger King's dill pickle chicken nuggets, okay? They were fresh, they were juicy, they were coated in the dill pickle seasoning. And it smelled more like dill pickle than it tasted like dill pickle, but you can still taste it. It, it gives a chicken nuggets kind of like a soury taste. It tasted so good. And I ate the entire eight pack and that's rare. I never, ever, ever eat chicken nuggets from fast food places because they're just so gross. Unless it's Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is actually quite, it's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the new item. And actually, it's, it's fire.
1: Really? I don't know if I would like it, because I'm not a fan of pickles.
0: I'm not... A, you're not a fan of... Yeah, it's not a fan of... Okay, I didn't say you're not a fan of pickles, but it's more... Less pickles, more like a soury taste. But I don't know. It's, it doesn't really taste that soury or taste to dill pickle It just... I don't... Maybe it does. I don't know. But I, I loved it. I was actually surprised as how much of how much I find it amazing
1: oh amazing. wow yeah. yeah I haven't been to Burger King in so long
0: It's yeah I mean the Burger King that I grew up on was delicious was dot yeah. the burgers were juicy now it's like you have to ask them yeah could you put triple the amount of sauce in my burger thank you that's <laughs> so true Not, literally you, they'll give you like the driest burger of life you're trying to you literally in this, looking for looking for the sauce in the this, in this, as a scavenger hunt inside the burger. Where's sauce? Where's sauce? Sauce is like this one little dot in the middle of the burger.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Um. But how's your week? Um. It's been okay. Um. Thankfully, the snow is gone. Well, it's not gone, but like it's shoveled and it's not snowing anymore mm-hmm. because that snowstorm was. It was something, you know. Like I. I went to work that day and when I was trying to, when I was done work, I was going to go drive home, mm-hmm. but I ended up getting stuck in the parking lot because there was so much snow. Mm-hmm. It was just crazy because like I tried to get out of the parking lot and my car was just stuck and I was stuck at like right at the entrance point where like cars exit and cars enter. Mm-hmm. So no other cars could like exit or enter because like my car was just stuck there. Mm-hmm and i just kept like going back and forth and i tried to get out but there was just so much snow in the back and the front and it was still snowing mm-hmm. so i was like literally stuck for a good like 30 minutes i'm not even joking wow yeah so yeah i
0: mean it's snow like i, <laughs> I, I, I you're not going to get here's the thing with me like canadians love i i this is i'm sure it's same for americans <sighs> when people complain When it's hot, people complain when it's snowing. Look, our winter wasn't the worst out of the winters we had. We had a few big storms, but no snow that was consistent.
1: Yeah, it was always like a one-day thing.
0: Exactly. So the storms that we've had, it a one-day thing. And it wasn't like last year or the two years before that, where there was large amounts of snow and I spent like hours- Really digging our driveway out, but really, the snow during these snowstorms—it's not even two or three inches. You know what I mean? And I was saying your car was stuck, but it was pretty bad. Living in Canada, yeah, yeah, I've I've had it, I've had it, I've had it, I've had had that happen to me uh, twice, Um, I guess. But were you? I mean, did you park your car on the road or did you park your car in the driveway?
1: No, this was in the parking lot. Oh, so they shoveled you in? Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, snap. So do you end up and that's what the thing too. Always carol, carry a, a snow shovel. I don't <laughs> think I'll ever need a snow shovel, so I will never put one in my car, but I think one for you, PK, would definitely for you definitely put a snow shovel in your car just in case this happens to you again, um, I don't go to anywhere crazy where this would happen to me and my car would be parked and then the snow would be put on my car. So I think for you, definitely have one in your car. So what did you end up doing? Did you end up shoveling the snow out or?
1: Yeah. So I kind of ended up like shoveling the snow with like my boots a little bit as much as I could. But then I ended up... um, like running or not even running just like walking towards the truck with a shovel so I saw one in the distance and I'm like okay like that's the only way I'm gonna get out so I ended up walking over there and I'm like waving to the guy telling him to stop and like hopefully he sees me he ends up seeing me and then after he's like and then after I ask him oh like can you help me out like my car is stuck and he's like absolutely and I was just like oh my god
0: (laughs) why was he so enthusiastic
1: I don't know. <laughs> I'm like on the verge of like breaking down and crying. <laughs> Why? Because like, I think I was just freaking out because like I was blocking the entrance. So other people couldn't get out because of me.
0: Oh, snap.
1: Yeah. So I was just like blocking the entrance for everything because my car got stuck where, where where you tap your badge to get out of the um, parking lot. Mm. And then the barrier goes up. But I was like stuck at that point, so nobody else could really go out.
0: But why was I... you stuck at that point? Were you parked there?
1: Yeah, so uh, my car was fine um, getting out of the parking space, but it's when I was trying to tap my card and move the barrier up so I can leave the parking lot. That's where I got stuck. And I think I got stuck oh, because sorry. I parked my car there. And once I park my car or once I stop my car, it gets just stuck in that snow.
0: Oh, I
1: understand. So it's like, it, as long as like my car is moving, it's fine. Like I'll be able to drive through the snow. But when I stop, then the car just gets stuck.
0: Hmm. I, see, I see. I see. And do you have a bunch of tires or No. No love that for you I
1: know
0: um no but I get it though I mean winter tires are really expensive I like I said I think I told I think I spent $320 in my winter tires and that's just on tires <laughs> you know not a good outfit not on the new um uh what's it called I've been wanting to get like the uh what's it called those uh AirBuds, the ipod Airbuds, mm. air max or whatever the frick And they're on 200 bucks. Um, You know, I can't buy that. Uh, But even then, like, I feel like when you put those in your ears, don't they fall out
1: uh, out of your ear? Yeah, I feel like the other, I like the AirPods, the older versions.
0: I like the ones with the freaking string. Why did we remove those? And why did we remove the outlet from the phone? I can't plug... A wired Apple headphones to my phone anymore, everything is wireless. Why is like Apple keeps removing things? I don't understand. Those were the best. I never lost my headphones because they were wired, and because they were wired, you always knew where they were going to be because they took up space wherever you end up picking them last, uh, picking them up last. So I don't, and now we have these tiny little things to put into my tiny little ears, okay. And I just have to pray that when I'm walking or running that it doesn't fall off or $200 earphone, air, ear, air not earphone, earbuds, whatever the frick. I
1: really? Know. I love it. I love how they're wireless. Cause like, I feel like the wires, they always break. If you don't yep. take care of them, like they always like end up like breaking and I always have to like tape them up and stuff. So I'm like, I love the AirPods and it's so much better because like when you're like running or like doing like workouts and stuff mm-hmm. you don't have to have your phone close by like you can just leave it on the bench and like do your workout whereas like with like the wire you have to have your phone in your pocket or like beside you otherwise like you know you can't really listen to music
0: i would rather have the the headphones wired headphones in my phone put my mm-hmm. phone in one of my pockets in my pants and then be running or be walking, whatever I need to do. I love, I love, um, I love the wireless, like big, big headphones. What are those called? The black ones that I have? Like the big, like the big, the big, the big bulky ones or the white yeah, yeah. Apple has. Um I have like the, the
1: Bluetooth ones?
0: Yes, the Bluetooth ones, right? Uh the ones that don't go into your ear, but the one that goes over your head. You guys know what I'm talking about. I love those and I bought one from Amazon and I've had them for about a year or two and I love them so much. Uh but moving on, I told PKA I was gonna be talking about imagination ship. Cause here's the thing. I've been super obsessed and hopefully one day we can go on see the thing is because see the thing is is probably one of my favorite podcasts ever. I've never and they talk about black culture, black music, black issues, and it's just I love the host, I love Mandy, I love Bridget. Sometimes bring on Bernadette, one of my favorite um, Friends of Benefits, um, Friends of Benefits guest. So, anyways, it's a podcast. You can you know see they're on YouTube too, and they were talking about imaginationship, and I realized I do this a lot, which is having a one sided relationship with a guy or your partner and the guy doesn't even know that you're having this relationship or the person doesn't even know that you're having this relationship. Um, I do that a lot. In fact, I went through a, a huge spiral this weekend because <laughs> I feel like, look, I think I was telling PK, if not, now she knows, I feel like this guy at work likes me, and he hasn't asked me out, but he flirts with me, and he looks at me, and but you know what? I'm done. In my head, when you blank when you blank at me or say hi to me in a flirtatious way, I think you're proposing to proposing for me to get married. I take that and I run with it. That's an imag- imagination ship. I run with it. Okay, do not flirt with me if you have a partner at home if you have whole kids at home, if you are in a leather relationship or you're not interested in asking me out. So I am so passionate about this because people don't understand. People love to have a work wife and a work husband. For what reason? For what reason? Let me know, okay? Let me know the, the purposes of having a work wife or a husband other, t- other than to have the other partners at home feel jealous of the banter and the relationship and the, and the thing that you guys have at work. If not to have a work wife or work husband, then just to flirt? No. I don't want to... Like, I am. A, I, I can validate myself. I don't need somebody else to validate me, especially a whole man who I find super attractive to validate me. I can't validate myself make myself whole. You don't need to flirt with me. You don't need to tell me I'm pretty. You don't need to... No. So that's my whole thing on imagination ships. I definitely want get PK's opinion on it because I do this a lot. And, and that's why I, people say I may think I, I'm, I build, I have a wall up because it's hard for me to trust people because people have not met my expectations time and time again, people have actually fall short. And so when and I'm trying to open up, but it's hard to do that when people haven't met your expectation. So I'm trying not to think of a mile when the guy wants to just try to take a step. Um, yeah. What do you think, Pika?
1: Yeah, I think I can definitely relate to that. It's hard to not like come up with like a whole story in your head and like have like this whole like fantasy, I guess, that's all just in your head. But... um
0: Literally, I already created, like, three fantasies, number one. Yeah,
1: like, creating all these stories mm. of everything in your head, but not, like, you know, you should be more grounded in the reality of it. But I think that's hard, right? I think that's hard when you really like the person and you think you can connect on in so many different ways. Like, personally, I would always have these expectations and I would have – created a story in my head already about the relationship of how I want it to go and where I see it going. But I try to not have so many expectations and try to not put so much pressure on it and see where things flow. And that's something that I'm also working on, like just trying to go into the situation and not put so much pressure on myself and just see where things go. But yeah, I I totally get it. It's definitely hard. I feel like everybody can relate.
0: Yeah, everybody can relate. And, and it's something that I know every single person, every single, either your girl, guy, them, whoever you are is dealing with it. And I'm trying to not deal with it because I'm so good at creating a whole world inside my mind of what could happen if I did this and if I did that. And that's why... But, but I only, no, I'm not going to say that either. Cause that's not true. So yeah, I mean, imagination ships, I do do that, you know, and I'm working on it and yes, hopefully we'll have more stories to, to, to share guys when it comes to our dating. My dating life is absolutely, how would I say this? Hmm. It's like a tumbleweed in the desert. Um. <laughs> literally. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, folks. I am trying, though, to go out. But it's hard. I keep forgetting that I'm supposed to go out. So I'm like, I'm so comfortable at being at home now. I literally have to, first, first, I have to go out. But I think we're going out for St. Patrick's next weekend. So that's exciting. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that, too. Ooh! Honestly, that's like my, my dating life, too, honestly. It's like a tumbleweed. <laughs>
0: It literally is. Not even one tumbleweed, like five thousand tumbleweed, just like <laughs> the desert. Um. So yeah. So hopefully we end up bar hopping and hopefully get some numbers. Be like girls are so easy. Like how do you? How can you get numbers? I feel like I need a course in how to getting numbers from guys. Maybe it's
1: just a me thing. Same. Like sometimes I think I don't really recognize when somebody's flirting with me. Is that a bad thing? No, that's me too how
0: do you know it was flirting versus harassment? Like,
1: after I think about it, I'm like, oh, wait, I think he was maybe flirting with me. Yo,
0: literally, the guy, there are two, okay, this is what happened in Boston. I was in Boston for the Super Bowl weekend, and there were two guys outside of this Chinese uh, restaurant, American Chinese restaurant, and these two good-looking men, okay? Being the idiot I am, okay, actually, no, let's see good things to ourselves. Being the <laughs> Great person, whatever. Look, I walk by them. They were in the car and they go, because I was wearing like a really cute outfit, I guess. They go, Oh, hopefully, hopefully, you're not hurting anybody today. And I just look at them and smile. Hopefully, you're not hurting anybody too, <laughs> I guess. Um, but I just realized, Oh, they think that my outfit, the way I am, is killer. They think I'm going to be breaking hearts. My sister told me this and I'm like, oh, my God. What is wrong with that?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, I would have said the same thing.
0: <laughs> I wait, I wait, wait, wait. And I'm like, wait. They're saying, hopefully you're not hurting anybody today. And I'm like, what do you mean, bro? Like, I don't get it. I just want to go to my cart. <laughs> Not knowing that's them that they
1: were complimenting you.
0: Yes! And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Oh my
1: god, I'm so bad at this. Oh my god. There was like one work instance where um one of the residents he kept like coming to the emergency to give like consults for patients. He's like, somewhere along the lines, he's like, sorry, I keep bothering you. I it's not that I don't want to see you, but it's a lot of work when I come down here, and I was just like oh, yeah, I understand. Um, So what do you need from me? <laughs> and I didn't realize that he was kind of like saying it in a nice way that he's like, when he said that, it's not like I don't want to see you. I don't, I don't know if he was implementing something, you know, but I just like kind of brushed it off. And just, I don't know, I didn't really take the time to actually have a conversation.
0: Look, when it comes to guys at work, unless you literally put this in, into a sentence, I like you, I want to go out with you, or I like you, let's go get drinks. I like you, I want to
1: take you out for dinner.
0: Unless you say, out of the those those three things, I don't know you.
1: I think it was implied, but yeah, I don't get this no, indirect.
0: There's no, no, there's no implied. I've, I've been in these situations at work where I thought the guy was into me. I would say something like flirtatious or I'd say, oh yeah, I would take us into drinks and he just smiles and walks away. And I just realized oh so he doesn't like me so what the fuck was all like what was the whole three months of you for what was that so I've been in so many little situations and that's what I am in, in right now with this guy at work where what turned me off like completely from on to off green to red literally if you think you know I'm cute not you know I'm cute if Somebody has to convince you or to push you to ask a girl out. I don't want you. I don't want you. You don't turn me on. I don't want to be going on a day with you. I can't stand that. I am totally attracted to guys who know what they want. They say, hey, pretty lady. Oh, let's take you out of that. You look so good. And honestly, those are the guys who come on too strong, though. And then when they come on too strong, it looks like they're maybe, are they harassing you? Are they being fun? You don't know, but either way I do want guys who know what they want. So good luck with that, PK, on deciphering the <laughs> if, if, the if secret reading, message. <laughs> yeah, the secret messages, the what's it called? The uh the, the codes that they're sending you across from the way. Yeah, good good luck. Um reading Rainbow. That's why who's in my mind. Um but yeah, girl. <laughs> dating yeah. I want to- you know what I mean? Uh, so, before we get into our TV shows and movies for the week, I do want to say before you go, don't forget to uh, comment, like, leave a comment, and, you know, definitely rate. I just like to rate uh, wherever you're finding this podcast and uh, yes, and share to whoever you think might enjoy this podcast. Now let's get into this TV, this week's TVs and movies and everything in between.
1: Do you want to start, PK? Okay. Um. So perfect match. The last episodes have dropped. Mm-hmm. And... Oh
0: yeah. Oh, sorry. Before before we, I oh. we do have an outline, guys, for each episode. Is there something else you wanted to say before that? I just want. I I didn't. I, didn't, I actually didn't review the outline before. <laughs> Me neither.
1: Okay. Love that. Okay. Let, let's let's let me pull up this okay. outline.
0: Honestly, I didn't even. All I know is what I put in there. Um, if there's something you want to see, jump in, uh, I don't. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get a chance to review it because today was been work has been absolutely crazy, and work is making me feel like I'm completely incompetent and an idiot half the time, and it's a whole thing. And but anywho, um, if not, we can go into perfect match. I have so much to say about this. So much to say. A lot happened. So much happened. Number one. Who else cried when Joey went on one knee and proposed to Carousel?
1: I was shocked. I didn't cry but I was like shocked. Because bitch, I did.
0: I did. I cried. I was like, and that maybe tells you where my emotional state was out there. but whatever. Look, I cried because they were so strong from beginning to end. There were some little bumps here and there, but they made it clear. They were meant for each other. They were going to stick it. They were going to ride this wave from here. And I literally cried when Joey proposed. It was beautiful. And at the end of the season, you see
1: that he was calling his mom. Mm-hmm. God, Joey. Joey. Honestly, I was shocked because Joey, I don't think Joey was ready at all. Like, every episode... But he bought a whole ring!
0: That's what shocked me! And that's what I was like, okay, this girl got you.
1: Yeah, but I felt like, I don't know, like, all the moments going into that, he was never ready. And he made that very clear. So, it was just shocking to see him going from I don't think I'm ready to, I'm ready.
0: Well, they were kind of building up to, okay, I don't think I'm ready. I might be ready. I may be ready. Let's talk about it. There was it. no,
1: I don't, I felt like there was no, I might be ready. I don't I know. know. I've was, never seen that. I do see I
0: might be ready. I, I did see I might be ready before when they were having that ice cream or that ice slushy date. He was talking about, yeah, you're my, you're the one. Um, there's no one else I want to, I want to be with, blah, 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 Uh, But I was so shocked Like for you to buy a whole ring. Yeah. In Panama City, in a whole different country. Bruh. What money do you have today? I was shocked. Oh. Number two, I'm like, no, I don't know. Like, when I saw that, I cried, bro.
1: That was really?
0: A- yeah, I really liked it. What was, what, was, okay, what, what, what was another shocking or surprising or interesting moment from the last few episodes? Um,
1: I think Francesca and Damien. Mm -hmm. So when Francesca and Damien, they had to do the whole quiz of like, if you know, if you really truly know each other, where you had to answer true and false for the questions. Mm -hmm. I found that very shocking when um, Francesca answered true or something for an open marriage. Mm -hmm. And then after Damien was just like, oh, yeah, no problem. But you can totally see in his face like how shocked he is and how like he's not comfortable with it at all absolutely Absolutely. and like francesca's all like yeah yes for open marriage and stuff and i'm like damien and damien this is not gonna work out for you
0: (laughs) sorry (laughs) no but you know what i honestly thought francesca which was a bit more traditional in that way i I actually thought i I thought she actually wanted more of a traditional marriage but knowing who francesca is it, it goes with her brand of i don't
1: but know like why the perfect match i don't know like i thought like if you're going to be on the perfect match you're going to find you. that how one person but she's open to a mer- open marriage meaning that she wants multiple relationships that i don't get it thing.
0: how can you go on a how can you go on a dating show looking for a perfect match francesca and say that you want to go into a threesome, either polygamy or, or I don't, so wait a minute. Well, okay. Maybe the third person coming in is, you know, the person that would bring spice, but maybe she does, she still wants a main stable partner. You know what I mean? So there's, so there's polygamists and then polygamists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think polygamy is when. Okay, I'm 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 pretty sure I might be confusing the two, but one is where you are partners. There are several partners that are committed to you. Okay, they have nobody else. You have three or four people who are committed to you. You date all three of them. The other one is you're open and you have a third or fourth person, but but those other people can date other people. So maybe that's what Francesca is looking for. Francesca is looking for a third person that won't be a throuple, but would end up being a person who would spice things up from here, from, from time to time. But so like she said, she wants to be able to kiss a girl. Because I do think it's weird. Look, I think it's weird. I think it's Did weird. You be in a whole relationship and be kissing girls when you, are, you yourself are attracted to girls. It's, it's different if she was straight, but she's not. I would feel, t- I would feel w- some type of way, right?
1: Yeah, like, I don't think it really matters about our sexuality, but I think just the concept of having an open marriage doesn't really mesh with the show, where, like, the show is about finding that one person that you want to spend an entire your entire life with. Mm-hmm. But, like, open marriage is basically saying that you're not going to be happy with just one person. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to be fulfilling enough. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's weird in that way, but I don't know. I just don't think Francesca's really serious about the show at all. Let's let's be honest. Were any of these people serious about the show? We'll, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Yeah, we'll talk.
0: We'll talk about the ending. <laughs> the next because girl. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> There's also
1: different. Bartiz. Oh my gosh. Oh, my
0: oh, let's talk about Bartiz. First of all, that guy. The, what he did that actually rugged me the wrong way. What's that girl with the blue eye that was kissing Francesca? Uh, Abby. Sorry? Abby. Abby 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 yeah. Abby was right to ditch Bartice. Abby wasn't wasn't jealous of Bartice. Abby was mad that Bartice used information that she told him in private against him in an argument. yeah that would make me want to bribe them. I'm done. And she was right. And then everybody thinks it's because Abby's jealous. No. No. Abby was already angry before that. Abby was actually, actually left the whole, the partnership or whatever, or the match with Bartice because of what Bartice is saying that, oh, you cannot be putting on a front with other people to your mom and to your sister and to the world. You have to be like, no, bro. That's yeah, slimy. that was slimy. Yeah, not. that was Abby, not right. I that was, I was, I was, I and I was kind of rooting for bertice and I was like, Bertese, I don't know you, I don't know you, fool.
1: That yeah, was, I was rooting for um Abby and Bertese, me too.
0: I thought they had something, an unlikely match, but I thought really, I thought, I thought they actually had something, you know,
1: yeah, me too. But then, like, Bartice ends up with Izzy. Crazy. I can't see them together. I really can't either.
0: I Maybe aesthetically, but other, like, personality-wise and stuff, I don't see them together. So, any other points in Perfect Match that was, like, okay, that was crazy or whatever?
1: Um, Shane's little meltdown. <sighs> yeah. Oh, my God. I felt like Shane and Chloe, I was rooting for them and I thought they were gonna be the perfect match. Mm-hmm. But they have like no communication with each other. Everything they just think that they're they're gonna be mind readers, you know?
0: No, actually no. They, they they talk about it a lot. They actually do communicate a lot. They talk about marriage, talk about kids in the very beginning of them matching up. That's I feel they
1: like they don't communicate their emotions that much. They like bottle it all up and then they, they just have like a, well, Shane does that mostly. And then Shane has a meltdown. That I agree
0: with. I don't think they communicate how they feel, but they do communicate what they want. And yeah. Shane, <sighs> Shane is the type of guy, again, I would never be a guy that looks like Shane, first of all, no offense, but who is so hot tempered. Yeah. I don't, like, every little thing just sets him off, bro. It ain't that serious. You were, you're mad about something that happened that she didn't even know. She didn't even know that she poured water on you when I you got eliminated. But I honest, okay, I, I, but I do want to see where Shane's coming from, because it does seem like she, Chloe, knew that Shane was beneath her, beneath the balcony, and, he, and she just jumped in, but it wasn't her that did it. He was. She was carried by a guy, I think, who then put her in the pool. Um, but for you to still be mad about that days later,
1: bro, <laughs> like, what, what is it to be mad
0: about? Like, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that either. Like, I feel like he's a, just like self sabotaging at that point.
0: He is. He needs to. He needs to grow up. We need to figure out your anger anger issues. It's a bit much, bro. Uh, And then Dom and Georgia. So there's something about them for some, some dang reason. Even though they're saying that they're good together, I just don't see it. I feel like there's something about them that doesn't seem right. Am I the only one?
1: yeah I don't feel it either I don't think they have a chemistry and I think it's more just on like a friend level Mm. not very that romantic
0: yes I don't agree yeah I don't even
1: though they were really all over each other
0: and they were doing all sorts of naughty things um at night but I don't know is there any other moments um, in the last few episodes where you were like okay that's crazy that's wild
1: um i think when georgia and dom won the whole like they they were the winners of the show i was kind of surprised i thought it would be joy and carousel so yeah. i was like really surprised
0: i was really surprised too because honestly they seemed super secure in their match and they were um, loyal to one another they have open communication well i guess what it seemed like from the outside but like Joey and Curso said, they don't care. They have the ring. She has a ring.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> Who cares about it? But at the end of the show, apparently there's an after show that's coming out or it's already out. Really? Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. But I found a YouTube video of where are they now after uh, after perfect <sighs> match. And baby, I was so pissed. I, I I forwarded it to PK. I was so pissed. I was
1: just like, what a waste of time. <laughs> I was like, what, is that? what is this? Did I You're watch this me. entire show? And now I'm just so disappointed at the final result. Like, what was the point of watching the whole show? What was the point? What was the point of
0: doing this entire show when no one was going to end up together? Is this a joke? I'm here crying, rooting for people. No one ended up together?
1: The biggest joke.
0: The biggest joke was us.
1: <laughs> the joke was on us. That's
0: the joke true. was on us, bro. That's crazy. Whatever. We'll talk about the reunion next week, y'all. Uh, we do have other shows and movies to talk about. Um, you want to go first or should I go first?
1: Um, have you watched the um, Sex Life? I did. We can talk about that. Okay. okay. I don't. You,
0: go. <laughs> uh, you can go. I mean, yeah, you can go first.
1: I mean, I thought it was binge worthy. I it finished is. the whole series in a day. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked it. I really liked how they had so many different relationships and dramas that were going on. There was mm-hmm. Billy and Cooper. Mm-hmm. And then there was Cooper and Majid. Mm-hmm. And then there was. Sasha and Cam Mm -hmm. and Billy and Brad Mm -hmm. Brad and Gigi (laughs) Cooper and um Emily the ex or the new fiance right um who else am I missing there's so much going on and I loved it I loved how each relationship was so unique and it developed throughout the series and I was never bored
0: yeah I Here's the thing. I agree with you. It is very binge worthy. It's very easy for you to binge the entire season, just how perfect match it was or is. And trigger warning I'm going to talk about body dysmorphia, um, eating disorder. So, trigger warning for those. Uh, the main character, the main woman, what's her name? Pika. Billy. Billy, thank you. Billy lost considerable amounts of weight. Okay. Um, and I'm because I've noticed this because I actually rewatched the first episode of season one for a few minutes and about 15, 20 minutes to see what her body looks like. Then it's either she lost considerable amounts of weight in every aspect of her body because she's showing a lot of nudity. Thing that she doesn't show is her private parts. But you see the bosoms, you see the buttocks, you see everything. And honestly, it's hard for me to watch her do sex scenes with Gianni or what's his name. <laughs> Majid. Majid, thank you. Um, honestly, I, I do love me Majid. Okay, I and I didn't I didn't finish the entire season though. I watched a few, a few episodes. I'm at where Majid is um, flirting with his investor. Um oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but you can tell me this point. I'm not I'm not that interested. It's really weird seeing Billy in these sex scenes. Like she, I don't know what happened. She lost considerable amounts of weight. She honestly to me looks not healthy. And I can say this because again, I'm used to what she looked like in the first season. Right? So it's weird and like she looks really tiny. I don't know. Um, Majid looks like a really really good guy who's like a normal looking guy I like Sasha I like the fact that she's not just a, the token black girl they actually spend time into her storyline right we get to see mm-hmm. who she's dating her career she actually has a storyline she has bumps and you know careers yeah exactly. I think
1: that was like definitely my favorite character me Sasha. too
0: I was just girl i on the same wavelength I was <laughs> I was just going to say, Sasha is probably one of my favorite storylines. Sasha and the guy.
1: Yeah, and Cam.
0: And Cam, I literally cried Uh when they,
1: like, um, when they met each other at the airport. Well, you haven't gone to that scene.
0: It doesn't matter. You can say it. Just say
1: it. Okay. Well, it was, like, the cutest scene because Sasha didn't want to move to Singapore with Cam, but Cam wanted to go to Singapore for his career project. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're basically back at the spot Um, in the past where they broke up because they both went to different countries and they had and they're basically at the same spot again where now that Cam is leaving her and she doesn't want to leave because she has a career in New York so um, Mm. basically Sasha realizes that she wants this for herself and like she's not gonna she's gonna try to make her relationship a priority as well as her career so it was really cute when um, they when Sasha basically ran to the airport to stop Cam and tell him that she wants to go with him and that like one of them has to give first. So I found that really cute and like kind of inspiring because that is true. Like in order to make like a, a relationship work and to have a career, you have to be the person to give in order to make that relationship work. And it was cute because then Cam was just like, "No, I'm not going to let you do that. You have your career in New York." and you need to stay here, and then after he, he takes the luggage, uh, one of the um, airport people bring their luggage to him, and Sasha's like, what are you doing, aren't you getting on the plane, and he's like, no, I'm actually staying in New York for you, so I was just like, oh my god, that's so cute, because Sasha was gonna leave her life in New York to live with him in Singapore, but he he didn't end up going He basically ended up canceling his flight so that he could stay with Sasha in New York because he knows that Sasha's career is in New York. And I was just like, they're so cute. But they ended up getting married.
0: Oh my God. I can see that for them. But I don't, I didn't understand Sasha's point where I can't have a career and have a fruitful, healthy relationship. I don't understand why... It's either or. I don't understand why you can't just date Cam and have an amazing career.
1: You don't have to I think like they didn't want to do everything. long distance. And I think it is hard to do long distance when somebody is in another country. Nah. I do feel like it many... could be. Nah. Do you know how many do you know how many
0: uh rich, wealthy celebrities do live long distances? Do you know how many of these people live long distances and they make it work? No. And they're rich, right? They have money, they they're People of privilege, they can travel once a month or once every few weeks to go visit each other. This whole thing of, oh, you know, oh, I can't, we can't, you know, it's either you or my career. It's kind of, you know, 1950s type of thing. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. You can still move to Singapore and still be writing books in Singapore. He can move to New York with you and he can still have that medical consultant career. So this whole thing of, oh, you know, it's either or it doesn't make any sense. It's very antiquated. Um, and it's very, it's 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 not modern at all. Like it's, it, I don't understand that. Um
1: Yeah, right. I think like where they broke up when they were younger, it makes sense because they were going to different schools. So like they had to live in different um cities mm-hmm. but now like with their careers established i feel like it's a little bit more they have more space to um make it work in another city
0: mm, i guess when their careers more established but i still understand i'm not gonna throw away an amazing guy just because i want my career to flourish i want to i I, could, I can try to balance it and sure my career won't get as far because i'd have more time dealing. you know building mm-hmm. this amazing amazing relationship putting in the time and sacrifice but guys don't come it's really hard to find a guy like, like i don't understand i it's really yeah. hard to find a guy so i'm not gonna throw away a guy. i can always you know quote unquote go to medical school or i can always quote unquote have a law degree or have this job but i can't
1: find i can't i can't obtain this guy i can't find this man yeah i, so think, I think the main takeaway was like cam would always want her to adjust her life for him whereas like cam wasn't really adjusting his life for her Mm. so then at that scene it was it was really cute to see them to see sasha adjusting her life but also cam like making a compromise in his life as well Mm. and i think that's what made it so interesting and kind of more modern because it shouldn't always be the woman adjusting to the men but it could be it should be both right like it should be like a shared decision
0: yeah but these days it's never women women would never adjust for a guy these days like there's no why would i why would i do that we're in 2023 like make it work let's make it work uh but what do you what, what do you think of um cooper my my little puppy he's hurting
1: i feel like cooper was like a complete mess
0: <laughs> yeah he's he was definitely the more like, one of the normal normal um, story storylines. I feel like when a guy gets divorced, he starts sleeping with a lot of girls, dating, yeah. the, uh, you know, girls, and just trying to hide his feelings, I guess. I think
1: it's normal, I feel like. I think I liked him in the first season because he was, like, you know, that really good husband and stuff. But, like, now in the second season, you just see him basically hitting rock bottom, and I think it's hard to see him in this state because you're so used to in like the first season seeing him as like the nice guy mm-hmm. who's who has a, who has a good career, who has a good family, who's a good mm-hmm. husband and stuff. And now you're just seeing the complete opposite. And it's hard to see, but I think, yeah, it's understandable. It makes started, sense. Yeah, the thing, he, the divorce he's, that he's going through.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, she's the one that went away and started, you know quote unquote, fucking other guys, right? He's the one who's stayed in the relationship and actually, you know, tried to make it work, try to go to therapy, try to do all these things. And until she didn't listen um, and followed her heart and went to, went to go to that, visit that guy. So he's then here, left to pick up the pieces. I have this wife I've known for years and loved. Now he has nobody. Now he has to figure out how to deal with that. But he's avoiding to deal with the big things. He's avoiding to deal with things that are extremely hard. Which is how do you now fill up the void in your life when it comes to this? Um, when it comes to this romantic relationship, do you feel like she abandoned you? Do you feel like she taken you for granted? Do you feel like she lied to you? Do you like all of these questions he's feeling? And for me. It was more relatable for him to go through it. Like, if he, if he didn't go through it, then I would definitely be like, "Okay, this is not, this is not, this is not realistic." But this is definitely more realistic in in the sense that, okay, it makes sense. The no more traditional guy, who his wife, you know, he's now left to pick up the pieces because his wife left him. Now he's going to go have sex with other girls. It makes sense, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like the ending though. How they Cooper ended up cleaning himself up and. It's actually nice to see him happy again in the ending. Mm. It was nice to see them see him cooperating with Billy and being able to co-parent. So it was a good ending. And that's why I don't know if they're going to have a season three because everything was like kind of like a happy ending. Mm. So having season three, I don't know if what else they can add. Like what other conflicts would they bring? You know the guy that I
0: hate in this show? Who? Not Majid, not Cooper, the third one, the Australian idiot that used her. Brad? Yeah. Who did Billy pick at the end? Please let me know. Please let me know who it is. Guess. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's it's not the Australian idiot. It is. Stop. Are you serious?
1: Yeah, they they ended up, um, it was, the show ended with their wedding. And she whispers to Brad, before they say their vows, that she's pregnant. And Brad like smiles. And it ends that way. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Billy and Brad gets married?
1: Yeah, yeah. What? basically it was when um billy was at sasha's and cam's wedding billy was saying a speech to sasha about like their um, marriage and how they're best friends and everything and then brad was like in the background and billy sees brad and brad's like oh you've always had like a way with words like such a good speech and whatnot and then after he's like Billy, you were always been the one, and we should get married, and blah, blah, blah. And they ended up like getting married. And I was so surprised. It's
0: not realistic. Stop. I mean, stop. You married your ex because you thought it would be a good you'd be a good person to complete a family unit with because she got pregnant. I if that relationship probably broke down, and then you realize no, that's not a good thing, and then you went to Billy while you already used Billy for her body, for her yeah. time and sacrifice before you got with this pregnant ex of yours. It's just, I don't. It's that that part's not realistic to me. I don't see any woman who would do that.
1: Yeah, I was I like really surprised.
0: After he he engaged, no
1: like years after that's crazy
0: no that's that's weird bro that that doesn't seem realistic at all um so i mean sex life is good i'm happy that er, people are liking it i mean i love the first season i can't really tell you what for the second season but based on what's happening i'm happy i didn't finish it and i
1: think i love the second season too
0: oh nice Nice, nice. I think I like parts of it. Um, so, my show that I have uh, is shrinking on Apple TV. Um, shrinking on Apple TV is uh, is a TV show, and it has some pretty good, interesting characters. And I am shocked that I like it because the first episode was really hard to to get by. It has eighty one percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It is about a grieving therapist starts to break rules by telling uh his clients exactly what he thinks jimmy has lost his wife and wants to try a new approach to his loss but is unclear how this will help others so the cast is pretty interesting you have jessica williams which j'adore uh chris uh krista miller uh jason siegel the guy from friends not friends um how i met your mother uh, Lakita Maxwell, I think she's really great here as Alice, and I think she has a really far career ahead of her. And Harrison Ford, which is really the end—the Indiana Jones guy, the Indiana Jones movie, the character Indiana Jones, the main white guy, he's in this movie. He's the shrink. Incredible. Uh, and then Michael Yuri, I think from... Uh, Oh God. It's that show. It's that show. Anyways, I, I, I forgot the show, but anyways, it's very good. You have to get past the first episode and it really does explore what, what, what shrinks would do if they actually had the opportunity to intervene in their client's life. I went to therapy once and I always thought it would have been nice to for the therapist to tell me exactly what they wanted from me. Not how do you feel? No, girl. Tell me exactly what I need to do. Okay. Because that's why I'm here. Because I, I I can write it down, but I don't know what to do. But J Siegel actually goes in and he actually intervenes in the client's life and he acts, you know, for instance, he um actually followed one of his clients to a restaurant. The client was on a date. And while the girl was in the washroom, he told his client, just say this, say this, not that. And he actually being he actually ended up being himself. And then the date ended up being successful and he ended up being in a real successful relationship. So that's really, really cool. What I do like about this is that the characters are not really interesting, but the banter between the characters so, for instance, the banter between Jason Segel and Jessica Williams, they have sex, which is, like, mind-blowing to me um, in the show, uh, is really cool. Lokita's relationship with Harrison Ford is pretty unique. The banter is pretty funny. Uh, you have Jason and Krista's relationship is really good, too. Krista, Krista's relationship. So the banter and the relationship in between... The characters are really fun and interesting. So I highly recommend. Have you heard of the show Shrinking, PK?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Highly recommend. Highly bingeable. I already binged eight episodes on Saturday. I can't wait for the next. Uh, there are actually a lot of new movies and TV shows that are dropping on Apple. Uh, a lot of them popping up on my YouTube feed. I'm interested into watching all of them. Um, there's more TV shows and movies I watch, but what are... we can Maybe we can go to you and... and uh, Say you have another movie or TV show that you've watched.
1: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think there is one other show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's called Next in Fashion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you seen it? You know, I don't.
0: No, I haven't.
1: <laughs> no? <laughs> just wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's After actually.
0: No, I, I watch. I watched the promo. The promo. That's it. Okay.
1: Okay, okay. It's actually really interesting. It's about um, fashion designers that come together and there's different prompts and um, challenges that they have to complete. And I think it's really cool to see different styles. And you also see different designers working together in channel challenges as well. Um, I think I do relate to Bao's style. So one of the designer, she does a lot of like fitted and cutout styles. And I think they look really like sleek and very feminine. So I think I really relate to her styles. And I think I would see myself wearing those kind of dresses and um, clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also just interesting that the show pushes a lot of boundaries so like gender boundaries where they're creating pieces that can be worn by men and women Hmm. so I find that really cool like it's like skirts and um, blazers and like different um, yeah mostly just like skirts and blazers that could be very versatile where they can be worn by a man or a woman Hmm. so I think that was really interesting to see it was also interesting to see um, where they had one challenge where they had to use old clothes and repurpose them into new garments. Mm. So it was most like thrift shopping, where it's these all these different fabrics and textiles that they can use, but it had to be from old clothes, so they couldn't use any new fabrics. So it was really cool, like how one designer he used um, denim jeans. Um, puffer jackets like a blue and yellow puffer jacket and jersey and he was able to make this like really cool chic look where it was um, he combined the puffer jacket and the jerseys and he just made this like really cool jacket that was I was just like mind blown and I was like how did he use just those materials and he created something so like fashionable and wearable so It's so cool to see all these different designs and it just gives me like, I kind of feel more inspired because, you know, my wardrobe, it's not, it's very basic. Yeah. No, my (laughs) shoe. Like, it's very basic. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I really express myself when I wear clothes.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because when I grew up in high school, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a fashion designer, but my, Mm -hmm. like, look you're not becoming a fashion designer, you become a doctor engineer and lawyer. Like what do you three options? Like, okay, those are your options. Um, so I pivoted obviously to sciences but mm-hmm. um, and then to law then back to science, let's be honest. Um, but I wanted to become a fashion designer because it was a way for you to not only express yourself, but to be super creative with a blank canvas, to turn something. That you wouldn't really turn into something that is affordable, that is bright, that is fun and funky, that is traditional, that really express how you feel on the inside. And no, I mean, you're right. I I do not, I'm not good at expressing myself or how I feel on the inside. I I don't wear any print sweaters. I don't wear any print t-shirts, but I'm being more more of my child's childlike self these days. I'm buying more printed stuff. Uh, But yeah, I'm more of like a neutral basics girl. Um, And I don't have a lot of color. My family would always go, oh, hey, you know, why don't you have a pink or a blue? Because it's classic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, same here. Like, I think my colors are very neutral, but I don't mind the neutral colors. I think I do need to have more of a style. Yeah. Like, I think I wear the same kind of fit which mm-hmm. is tights and maybe like a, a little bit of a baggier sweat not even baggy it's mostly just tight for me and I think I, I need to try different styles baggier pants or less fitted pants so different types of styles I need to try out instead of wearing the same basic styles that I think everybody's wearing I love that for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's mom jeans, there's fitted jeans, there's straight cut jeans, there's boot cut jeans, um, boot cut pants. Uh, but the thing is, I, I know what you're talking about, because the, because the uniform that you're describing is a uniform that we had during undergrad and grad school. Yeah. You know I mean, tights, Yeah, Ugg boots, maybe sneakers, maybe boots themselves, and that's it. You run out the door, you're looking cute and chic, put on some makeup, put on lip gloss. So... That was it. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to your new style. Maybe you're showing up with your new style during St. Patrick's.
1: Hopefully, hopefully (laughs) I'll figure (laughs) it out by then. But I think I also just want to learn how to, to sew and try to make my own, own clothes. I don't know. It just seems like such a fun experience
0: it's not even not only a fun it's it's like a hobby i i implore you to do it i've always wanted to sew and i'm yeah. thinking back to going back to sewing myself
1: but i think a sewing machine is expensive no my mom has one so my mom is really good at it so it's something that i can definitely learn from her and i mm-hmm. think it'll be fun to kind of make like my own kind of garment
0: yeah i've always wanted to do that but for some reason i i always forget to buy the actual sewing machine, but it's definitely a skill to learn, and I mean, I remember sewing pillowcases and things like that in t-shirts in home ec in middle school or high school. Um, I was like, this is so much fun. Sewing
1: is so much fun. So I, I think you would like Next in Fashion. I think you should maybe watch an episode or two.
0: I would, but the thing is, with the limited time that we have, and there are new shows and movies popping up, especially that new Shadows and Bones or whatever popping mm-hmm. week. It's like, I really don't have time. I personally don't have time because of the other shows. But again, I'm not really more, I'm not really like a reality competition type of girl. Um, I'm more of a drama, comedy, rom-com, thriller. I watch some thriller movies. Uh, for instance, like We Have a Ghost um, is a movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> It's like a waste of my hour to quick. Really? But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I think that's it. I mean, is there anything else you want to uh, say to the peoples or talk about?
1: Um, No, I didn't really get a chance to watch Outer Banks. Oh, I, Yeah. Sometime this week and then talk about it in the next episode.
0: Yeah, no there's, no, there's no reason for me to watch that show. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm going to force myself <laughs> to, watch,
1: to watch it. Sorry, say it again. I'm going to have to force myself to watch it.
0: Literally. Literally. Because I'm watching the promo. Watching each other for half a million dollar worth of treasure, I think. But I'm yeah. like, hey, kids. Why do you guys have all this time? All right, it's the summertime. Why are you guys always on water? Why do you look like that? What is this? What's the storyline? <laughs> I can't. Anyway, I think that's it for me. Anything? Anything else from you?
1: Yeah, that's it for me.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to We Binge Podcast as always. And again, please do rate wherever you are listening today—five stars or more. We love you. We might even invite you to our St. Patrick's Bar crawl. Five stars or less, we don't know you. We will disown you. Um, And share this podcast wherever you're also listening, to your cousins, to your baby mamas, to your mistress, okay, to your sneaky link, to your children. Of course, 18 and elder, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, it's late. I want to eat some chocolate uh, caramel cookies and um, go to bed and forget I... Was experiencing imposter imposter syndrome
1: today, and uh, have a good evening. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.